Welcome to the Massachusetts Youth Soccer Association Final Score Podcast, assisting the development of players, coaches, referees, and administrators one episode at a time. Now, here's your host, Marcus Cole. Welcome to the podcast. We're excited. Another great session on tap today. We're excited to welcome Dr. David Nolan, Bay State Physical Therapy, to the show. Dr. Nolan, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Marcus. I appreciate it. Now, Bay State Physical Therapy and MCR Chiropractic are proud to be partners with Massey Soccer. They are our official physical therapy and official chiropractic partners. Uh, we've been together since 2001, and we appreciate everything that they offer. Um, they have services at our major events at Progan Park throughout the year and have established great relationships with many of our local community soccer programs. You know, we've got a subject today, Dr. Nolan, that I'm excited to talk about, always excited to talk about injury prevention, what we can do for our athletes to help them perform better, recover better. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. You know, when somebody gets injured, most people think of physical therapy as that post-injury care. But I think people need to be looking at physical therapy um, as far as helping prevent injuries in the first place. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, I would agree with that. You know, I think um, certainly physical therapy has always had a role, you know, with uh, reactive healthcare. So when something goes wrong, um, you know, people will, you know, maybe see their primary care physician may end up coming to physical therapy or other folks as well. Um, you know, many physical therapists have a lot of experience, you know, surrounding wellness and injury prevention. Um, as we've had more and more research and learned more and more over the years, we start to see some common themes with, uh, with athletes in specific sports. You know, so we have a, a much better developed um, uh, sort of scope as far as you know, the types of things that we can screen for to hopefully try to identify risk factors um, that could lead to an injury and try to mitigate those before the injury happens. You know, I think that's one of the, the best ways, um, you know, to manage injuries in athletics is to try to prevent them from happening in the first place. I love it because uh, it, it's so important because there are certain things that we you can look out for and 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 you can identify within the athlete and then take it from there and create a specific plan for that athlete uh, so that, like you said, you can do your best to mitigate that potential injury down the road. All right, say my player um, is out on the pitch, whether it's in a match or at training, and they have a minor injury. You know, maybe they tweak their ankle or knee or maybe an arm injury of some sort, nothing majorly serious. Uh, what are the first steps uh, should they be taking in getting proper care? Yeah, I think there's certainly multiple options, um, you know, and, and as you mentioned, if if it's something serious, then, you know, they, they they're going to want to you know, be seen at an urgent care or an emergency department if there's suspicion of anything they might need a, an x-ray or um, something more significant might be happening. But for your typical sprains and strains and things like that, um, you know, I think certainly getting in and, and uh, you know, physical therapy has direct access in Massachusetts. So that can be a starting point. You know, most physical therapists have the skill set, you know, to evaluate somebody and then help determine if they need more advanced workups. So do they need to see a physician? Do they need advanced imaging and things like that? So then people can at least get the recommendations. You know, you mentioned an ankle sprain or something like that. You know, years ago, those used to be managed with putting people in a boot for a long period of time. And now we've got really strong evidence that would suggest that with most minor sprains, people should be 
not mobilized for more than a week or 10 days and sort of get moving around. Because um, I think sometimes if, if people don't get the right advice, they can be unintentionally doing the wrong things and maybe not help helping to facilitate things get better. Um, you know, and I would say many physical therapists can can get people in relatively quickly um, as a starting point and then certainly help with information that people can do things on their own or facilitate referrals to specialists if, if that's needed too. Yeah, that's a great first step. We're speaking with Dr. David Nolan, Bay State Physical Therapy. Um, we hear a lot of this on social media and, you know, some social media is good. Some social media is not. Um, this is a highly debated subject. So I wanted to get your take on it. Um, let's talk about active or dynamic warmup. Is it really that important for our athletes to be engaging in that? Uh, you, you're right. that This has been a hot topic for a long time. I've been a PT for 25 years now, and I feel like it's, it's always been a topic. You know, I'd say years ago, the focus was on passive stretching. Um, and we thought that was, you know, helpful at helping to prevent injuries. Um, and as that was studied more and more, it turns out that that's not really the case. Um, you know, what can be more effective is a, is an active or more or a dynamic warm-up where people are, are moving. And I think a lot of that is focused more on, on preparing the tissues for what you're about to do, whether that's practice or game competition. Um, you know, obviously those demands are going to be significant. So, you know, getting getting some blood flow and some warmth to the tissues to help prepare those tissues um, and starting to gradually increase activity. Obviously, there's nothing there that's going to 100% eliminate the opportunity for an injury to happen. We're just trying to reduce the risk as much as we can. So when you're comparing an active warm-up versus just passive stretching, generally an active or dynamic warm-up is going to be superior for sure. You know, coaches and, and parents and guardians and uh, those people in a child athlete's life um, have such a big influence. What are the things that coaches and families can do uh, actively to help prevent injury within their child? Yeah, I would say that it's a, a number of things. Certainly in, in some regards, you know, modeling that that kind of behavior or, or making sure that, you know, what's being encouraged at practice is happening at games and things like that, too. Um, that the athlete is is doing things on their own. You know, it shouldn't it should it should be expected that it's not just you know at the practice field or on the competition field that people are doing things as part of their general training as well. Um, you know, looking out for different components, and then if if somebody is having any sort of issue at all, even if it's minor, you know, to get some advice. You know, see somebody, and a lot of times there can be really simple things that you know, a physical therapist or athletic trainer or somebody else can sort of work with somebody and help them understand um, some basic things that they can do to try to eliminate whatever might be limiting them. Great answer. It's funny. I remember a story from last year. Uh, I was getting ready to referee a match. And of course, you know, being an older guy, I was out there warming up a lot beforehand because I need to, I need to warm up that car, so to speak, before I get out there and press the gas, you know, gas pedal on it. So, and one of the kids came up to me and I was doing a lot of the stuff that they were doing as a dynamic warm up, And they said, why are you out here doing all this stuff? I said, I'm the same boat as you. I said, I have to get my body prepared to compete. And, you know, I'm running, I'm sprinting, I'm cutting, I'm, uh, doing all this stuff and I've got to get my body ready. So yeah, you're exactly right. And we have to model that behavior 
as well for our athletes. Now, Dr. Nolan is going to be a part of our 50th anniversary workshop coming up on Saturday, February 3rd at Gillette Stadium. Uh, the topic is injuries in youth soccer athletes. How can we reduce the risk? Now, without giving away too much information, Dr. Nolan, can you share with us just a little sneak peek into your session and exactly why people should be attending? Well, yeah, thanks for that. You know, I'd say, Marcus, and maybe a bit of a spoiler alert is, is that we absolutely can reduce the risk. Um, you know, part of what we'll, uh, what we'll explore or talk about during that session is maybe some specific techniques that, um, that players and coaches can incorporate um, into their the plans that they have already to help facilitate some of those things. And I would say, um, you know, we've we've kind of got good literature now to sort of show that when we're thinking about some of the more common injuries that can happen, some key things that can be helpful to um, to identify and then prevent those injuries from happening. Um, and really, I would say the other big piece is that, you know, I think the misconception is, is that having some sort of team team-wide kind of injury reduction program kind of saddled into your practice and, and gameplay, um, warm-ups and things like that takes a, a crazy amount of time, and it really doesn't. Um, you know, you can be consistent with it, and it, I would say that, you know, what you'll see when we have our presentation is it's not terribly disruptive. You're not having to give up other things that you want to have within your training, um, and I think there can be a lot of benefit from it. So I really Look forward to hopefully seeing a lot of people and talking more about that. It's certainly an area in my own clinical practice that that I've been passionate about um, and trying to be helpful to, you know, to, to work with athletes and folks to try to prevent some of the injuries that are so common. I think it's so important. I highly encourage people to come to your session on that day. Um, I promise you, if you go to the session and you implement some of the stuff that Dr. Nolan's going to talk about, your athletes will thank you. They will thank you because they'll feel better. They'll they'll do better. They'll recover better. Uh, just a lot of good stuff that they're going to share. Dr. David Nolan, uh, Bay State Physical Therapy, going to be a part of our 50th anniversary workshop. Tickets are on sale now. All you need to do is go to our website, www.mayouthsoccer.org slash 2024 workshop Order your tickets today and go see Dr. Nolan's session on February 3rd. Dr. Nolan, thank you so much for coming onto the program today. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Marcus. I appreciate it. I really look forward to, uh, to the workshop in February. Thank you for listening to the Massachusetts Youth Soccer Association Final Score Podcast. Remember to give our podcast a five-star rating. This will help get the word out to others and let them know about our program. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.